Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Holo Holo Podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our Taste Test episode, where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. On this very meta special episode finale slash taste test, mm-hmm. we give you a sample where last Friday's publishing of episode 518 with Eric Servania marks the 100th mm-hmm. full episode of the Halo Halo Pop Culture Podcast. Congratulations, Kuya. Congratulations, Sigs. I can't believe that it's actually 100 full episodes. That's not including our Miranda episodes or our taste test episodes. Or the warm-ups. Or the warm-ups, but certainly 100 full episodes, which is really a testament to our perseverance. (laughs) And I was thinking to myself, you know, we're both Gen Xers. And when I think about network television celebrating 100 episodes, especially on primetime television, those celebrations are usually marked with the idea that they can go into syndication. I don't know that that's possible on podcast land. So long as we keep <laughs> Do you want the back 100 and we'll make those royalties when they yeah, play yeah, well, Those whopping pennies we make on ads. Yes. I know, I know. All those pennies <laughs> on ads that we make. But interestingly enough, and I was just thinking about that, why is 100 episodes special for syndication and syndication mm-hmm. rights? And it's because... I didn't know this. Affiliates usually buy a hundred episodes so that they can play that episode, you know, consistently at seven o'clock or six thirty mm-hmm. for right. five days a week for twenty weeks. I don't know about you, but I remember seeing on Entertainment Tonight and all the different other news shows how they would be behind the scenes footage of primetime television shows celebrating their hundred episodes. And sometimes they'd bring out a cake and sometimes oh, yeah. they'd a big cookie <laughs> in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. You know, celebration. I think what better metaphor for today's <laughs> test to mark our hundred episodes of our show, the Holo Holo Podcast Pop Culture, but with a taste test, you know, and for me, when mm. as we start off a taste test, what did it taste like? It tastes like Sun's Rebel. Now you've had Sun's Rebel, is that right? I have. Vaguely, I can't not recently. But I remember in my 20s being at a Filipino party, I've had Sans Rival. I'm mm. delighted. Tell our listeners about it because it's such a tasty dish. It is. It is one of my favorite Filipino cakes. And mm. if I had to liken this moment of 100 episodes, it indeed would be Sans Rival. And it is a dessert cake made of layers upon layers of buttercream, meringue, and cashew nuts. And it just keeps repeating buttercream, yeah. meringue, cashew nuts, buttercream, meringue, cashew nuts, so forth and so on. And I don't know about you, but for me, Sans Raval has always been a celebration cake. And I sometimes mm-hmm. think of it as a birthday cake. In fact, it's the cake that I'd like to have on my birthday when possible. <laughs> so that's kind of what this 100 episodes tastes like to me. Is It tastes like Sans Raval. It tastes like a celebration and it feels like many layers. Not just five seasons, you know, but many, many layers when I look back on the 100 full episodes. Six, how about for you? What does it taste like for you? The, you know what? Episodes? As I mentioned in June, which was Filipino Canadian Heritage Month, I was toying around with an ube white chocolate chip cookie recipe. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say toyed, I demoed the <laughs> recipe and made about five batches, five seasons, trying to perfect 
exact recipe. I was playing around with it. Now, hear me out. This analogy works with me because I dove into the Ube trend like we did, did with the podcast in 2018 yes, yes. with the purpose to entice others to sample Filipino foods, to mm-hmm. sample our culture and rant mm-hmm. about pop culture. Mm-hmm. And as I did demos, I tried to work with the recipes that cookies evolved and developed within that month. I would be up at night after putting the kids to sleep, trying to make something tasty. Sample, And I had it sampled by my Filipino friends in Ottawa, Jose, Diane, and Jamie. I wanted their feedback, much like the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. people give us feedback. I love making these cookies and we're finding the ways to create them with tenderness, size, amount of chocolate, all in the mix to produce this little taste of heaven with a lot of love, right? So just like we continue to create our podcast and have all these things in the mix, hello, hello, to create mm-hmm. our little piece of heaven is how I would equate it. You're like a home economist. It's like we're <laughs> watching Bon Appetit or something like that. You know what I, I do, mean? I thought you were going to say that. Look, It's like <laughs> I'm in my little test kitchen. And I also, I was thinking about it because I wanted to bring some to you because I'm going to see you in a month. Oh, and I, I can't to wait. Be like, yes, I want yes, to prove yes. to you, I'm like, this is what I've been working on. So I love it. So, love it. Now, we mentioned these tasty dishes, Kuya. Now, was it worth the actual calories of a lovely Sans Rival? Mm. You know, usually we talk about consumption. In this case, you know, this <laughs> question is really more about the blood, sweat, and tears. And like Sans Rival, for anyone that has tried to make it, it takes time to make this cake. And you have to make it and bake the meringue layer. And you have to have patience to whip up the buttercream. And then you got to freeze the buttercream. And then it's just a painstaking process of putting layer after layer. And again, lots of energy. And I think quite similarly, that's how our podcast feels. It's like Mm -hmm. we put a lot of energy. In some ways, you know, the calories that have been put into this podcast, I think has really been worth it. And yes, we've been around for five years Mm -hmm. and it's been five years of work, but I really think it's actually 30 years of thinking that has really been a testament to the energy that we've put into this. And that's kind of what I think when some people comment you know, they comment about our relationship and our banter. Our banter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think to myself, you know, that banter is because of our friendship of over 20 years. And I think to myself, some of the, you know, quote unquote wisdom that, that I share, the navigational wealth that we both mm-hmm. bring to the podcast is really decades upon decades. And so, yeah, I think to myself, like, I'm glad that we've put in all this energy and calories into it. <laughs> and again, as I said, side hustle. And the energy yes. that we put into this. We are professionals. Like, People like, you do this full time. I'm like, oh, no. No, if you would know behind the scenes, it's been a juggling act. of it like, really okay, has. Let's just do this. And that's why it is late at night where we yes. record. Yes. Kui, you can attest to it. I love that. It is a side hustle. It, it, it's it a, is it's a, a loved, hustle. It's a loved hustle. But uh, professionally, we're both professionals. And I forget about that. We're like, oh, yeah, I, I do have another job. Yeah, <laughs> and I certainly make it happen here and there. And I know you make it happen here and there. Like if our listeners saw the texting, the notes that we trade to each (laughs) other, the Google Docs that we have, all the emailing that SIGS does behind the scenes in terms of getting guests, all the social media that's put out there, all of the research that I do on the side. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, lots of energy. But is it worth the calories that we put into it? Yes, right? And despite it being a side hustle, it has been a labor of love. 
for me, it's been worth it because it's become a place where we can document for the young people in our lives. And we've said this before, you know, some of our thoughts and ideas of what it means to be a Filipino in the diaspora. And it's become a vehicle now to promote others. So lately, we've been saying elevate and celebrate. And certainly we've been doing that every time we keep bringing guests on. And then it's also become a forum to share navigational wealth with other Filipinos in the diaspora. And for me, that's really important because I think to myself, that's how we can accrue more equity in some ways. We can't wait for equity to kind of come upon us. We got to search it out and seek it out. And sometimes you need a roadmap. And for those of us that are just a little bit further along on the map, I hope you share it with others. And that's, that's what this podcast has been about. And although lots of sometimes, <laughs> sometimes not enough sleep or not being able to sleep in on a Sunday, I still think it's worth it. What about you? Anything oh, I echo your thoughts. Beyond again, like wonderful words. Like it's beyond those actual calories, especially considering all the time we spent on it, making adjustments. I always equate this to making those cookies, working with the dough and measurements to create this decadent cookie. You cannot mm-hmm. double the batch. I only make twelve cookies. Yes, and I freeze yes. them for consumption. And that's not like me. You've seen me before. Like I made a couple batches. I made tons of lumpia, but I have to learn about just in measures and yeah. the work in creating this equals many the worth in calories, right? We, you mentioned those Sundays, our busy family life schedules and us checking mm-hmm. in, like we like got through a pandemic. Yes. And, and changes. <laughs> yes. And you and I, like I've had different opportunities of jobs and great opportunities. We've walked with other people and we learned from other people and we went through stuff like 2018. It's 2023. Like, I didn't realize that this journey was going that far. And listeners, like, our plan was, like, five years, and then what? Then we'll talk about it in five years. And I'm like, oh, I I guess we're talking about it, like, this summer? I guess we will. That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, I guess we have to talk about what's our future. Yeah, what's our future? And that's kind of certainly what this taste test is about is in as much as it's a celebration, it's also forward looking in some ways. And we'll get to that towards the end of this particular taste test episode. For you... What does it remind you of in the pop culture buffet? When you think about, again, 100 episodes, Hollow Hollow Pop Culture podcasts, what does it remind you on the pop so culture buffet? So when you propose the format of the podcast, you came armed with your two examples, which I'll, I'll let you explain when I pivot the question to you. We did a meta episode in the first season, and you asked me, like, what podcast do you listen to? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well... It's funny, I echo the ones that you're going to mention because it's sort of the format that we sort of follow. Mm-hmm. But I remember citing Jordan at Farney's JV Club and the Nerdist with Chris Hardwick, which I think is now called ID10T. Mm-hmm. But there was something about them talking about culture and then creating a connection with their guests. Yes, yes. And I would listen to that because before we used to commute every day and I'd have right. like an hour to listen to these podcasts and just be so engaged. And I'm like, I want to echo that. And when... Jez and I starting off and then having people guest, our fellow Capua, like it was neat to make those connections. Hearing it in a podcast that was dropped an episode, I'm like, oh, that's what we're trying to do. And you get those feelings. It was great. Mm-hmm. And our podcast landscape at the beginning in 2018, I didn't see that many Filipino Canadian podcasts. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Right. Yep. And when you and I did research, I go, I guess I like this title. You're like, I do too. Does anyone else have it? Yes. Right. And we were researching it. I think it's that connection. When I thought of podcasts, I'm like, I want to feel like there's a connection with the people talking and I can learn a lesson from it. Right. And I like when you brought in your reminders of this, how we, you know, are reflecting the pop culture buffet. I think it really comes to light. I'm like, oh, you really married those things that we love Mm -hmm. into something very 
uh, didactic and learning. And I'll pivot to you so you can share with our listeners what it reminds you in the pop culture buffet. Yeah, what it reminds me, just like Sans Rival, I think Sans Rival has many layers. I think our podcast has many layers. And in alternating sequences, can you hear a little bit about NPR's pop culture happy hour, mm-hmm. you know, as well as the New York Times still processing? But we do it with such a distinctly Filipino Canadian lens. And I think certainly our love of pop culture comes through in the first half of the main episodes. And then you hear the second half really all about us, really inspired through pop culture and trying to figure out what is pop culture saying to us about our own culture and our own response to that message Mm -hmm. as well. And when I think about these two particular podcasts, NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour and NYT's Still Processing, they're thoughtful, they're reflective. And that's something that I've always wanted our podcast to be like. This is that it's thoughtful, it's reflective, and yet has fun, right? Like, you know, oh, yeah. you, you hear laughs on those two podcasts. And the same thing, you know, with Chris Hardwick and company, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's lots of laughs too as well. And I never thought about that layer. Maybe that's where the cashews are. You know, if the buttercream and the meringue, yeah, <laughs> the buttercream and the meringue, the pop culture, the crunchy part, and the mer- and the buttercream is the culture capital or some of the still processing parts. Then certainly mm-hmm. the nuttiness, and I mean that in the most affectionate way. Like it is fun talking to our guests and learning about their history, learning about how they locate themselves and learning about their journeys. And then where can we learn from them and how can they learn from us? What is always fantastic is I know that if we wanted to go back and we have done this a couple of times to some of our guests and say, would you come back on for another season? You almost invariably say, of course, when? Because I feel like we can keep talking to all of our guests more. And it's just, but there's so many other people to bring on on board and so many other voices to kind of, you know, share our platform with. That's the other thing about cakes and cookies and stuff like that. Like, you can't just keep cakes and cookies to yourself. you got to share with others. So I'm glad that we've been able to do that in terms of our podcast. So that's kind of what it reminds me on the Pop Culture Buffet. And I never thought about that other element of how we have such you know, real, authentic, and fun connections with the guests that we bring on on the podcast. Yeah. Sigs, what do you appreciate about these 100 episodes? We've talked about the hard work. We've talked about the connection. We talked about what we want to put out there into the world to try to make this world a better place. Yeah. It's so weird because when we started, oh God, our episodes were long. And now that we've tailored it, and we always told this to people, I just thought it was just going to be like some of our friends listening to us and not even our <laughs> Filipino friends. Yeah. And they're just, oh, we want to catch up with Jess and Siggy. But it's grown. The network has grown. If you asked me five years ago, I wouldn't have thought we'd have a plethora of guests from a person that owned a bakery, like a baking goods place to become the MP, a graphic novelist, filmmakers, mm-hmm. musicians, leaders, cinematographers, CEOs of their own companies and brands, a fashion designer, a playwright dramaturge, a director, fellow podcasters, mm-hmm. all these people wanting to share their stories and elevating and celebrating. Or as one of the members of Filipinos of Montreal, Terry Reyes says, it's nice to see other homies thriving. Yeah. That's it? what it's about. It's yeah. just this claim. And that's like my breadcrumb for next season of these people. Hey, you're Filipino. Me too. What are you up to? Let's just show it. And I have tingles. Like I smile. And if you guys see us, Jez and I just grinned at the same time. Like it was just, it's it's wonderful. And you know, Kuya, like our dynamic, and I don't think people know, like I do feel like you're my Kuya and it's Mm, evolved when I was about 20 years old, where I asked you a random question. I'm like, hey, these Filipino kids seem different to Mm. me when I was a high schooler. And then you just paused and you said, well, you know why? 
And I didn't expect you to give me this very informative thing where my wall was sort of down and I'm like, oh, wow, there's more to learn. And you were just nodding at me. You're like, yeah, that's, I go, I wouldn't have thought of that because it's interesting to think about. Mm. Like, I just, it it amazes me that you are golden. Well, in a couple of years, I'll be preaching the golden as we're Gen (laughs) Xers, that this has evolved and this is generational wealth and we're finding other people to share it. And, you know, we started two years before pandemic 2018 and Mm -hmm. we're seeing the other side. Uh, the compliment I still cherish from one of our guests, Mylene, I know mm. you still listen to us. We are both creatives. We respected right. her as a creative and she acknowledged that we stand shoulder to shoulder with these amazing people yeah. with whom we have connected. What about you? What have you appreciated about uh, I certainly appreciate years? you. I know that this podcast wouldn't be possible without you as my co-host. And I think about that moment. I Listeners, I deeply remember this moment that Sig's talked about where he just asked me in, in our 20s, kind of like, well, yeah, why do you think that this is happening? We were in the you car. Know, do you remember that? Like, you were remember, sitting in the car. I remember yeah. it so vividly. And yeah. I remember giving you the answer because I knew, or at least I had done enough research and done enough self-reflection to know why you were experiencing what you're experiencing. And I have to say, Sigs, usually when I share my answers, a lot of times most people say to me, oh, I know just meant no split, right? Like it's that idea that it's like, oh, that's just too highbrow to think about. Mm-hmm. But your curiosity, but your reception mm-hmm. has always thrilled me. So as you were just kind of recounting that moment, it gave me goosebumps because I can tell <laughs> you that quite rarely is this idea that people seek me out for some of this kind of advice. And I get it, right? Like I get it because. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just don't want to think about the casual racism that we're subjected to, the bias that we're subjected to, the discrimination. If you did, it would feel like a death by a thousand paper cuts. But in that moment, you had such curiosity and authentic yearning to know what I had discovered. And it was great for me to share it with you. And Mm. who wants to listen to a podcast called Ask Kuya? right? Like it would be a boring podcast. (laughs) You know, it would be really, it would just be me pontificating about ABC, about whatever I thought was interesting. But what's really great about this collaboration is is that you genuinely ask what I think other people are wanting to ask, but can't put the words to it. And as you know, the reason why I say schooled all over Southwestern Ontario is what our listeners don't know is, is that I've got five degrees in variety of different disciplines in professional, graduate, and secondary, and Mm -hmm. that I've studied all these topics so deeply and at such a reflective level, you know, you've given me a format to be able to share this in a way that feels really accessible. And so that's what I appreciate. I can't help but thank you enough for this because there's no way that I'd be able to share what I'd share if you didn't have your curiosity first and foremost in these episodes. So. Cool, yeah. It's, it's just the way that you approached it, though, because even I sort of want to give the listeners like I asked how some Filipinos of a different generation were very different. I was like model minority and I saw which it wasn't about school and stuff. And you just really responded to me like, oh, do you know this? And their parents are foreign from the foreign worker program. So they didn't get to bring their kids with them. Mm. So and it just the way you explained it, I'm like, oh, right. Oh, our friendship is still there. It just changed a little bit more. I'm like, oh, there's meaning behind it. Because you were just like, I think you saw me process go, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't think of that. Yeah, and I just have to say, when people would ask me questions like that, and I'd give them my critical thoughts and my mm-hmm. reflective views, most people don't digest it. They just say, oh, really? And then move on. But you were digesting and processing. And I was like, I found a kin. <laughs> 
And that's why anytime we saw each other, I'm like, did you see this? Or he'd look at me yes, like, mm. I'm like, yeah, yes, yes, that's yes. a really interesting question. And yeah, I'd always think, oh, it's so great. And I'm so glad that bring us to feature now, we're able to put it in a platform that yeah can be reached to others and right? it's, so. again it's a living document it mm. is a something that we've recorded for posterity reasons at least for the young people in our lives and for anyone else that's out there from our listeners from california to washington to indiana to all over the world malaysia over, malaysia the germany yeah. australia germany places in the middle east like kuwait and all across canada almost every province is lit up on our stats overview board on our podcast provider and stuff like that. The other thing that I want to say in terms of what I appreciate is your ability to just kind of flex and pivot when necessary. So I've always <laughs> appreciated that. It's like, saying I need to record on another time. Not a problem, Pare. Here we go, right? And then I just have to say, like, all the guest co-hosts that have oh, come yeah. on, you know, I just want to say a shout out to all of them that have filled in in a pinch. And then I appreciate all the guests that have come board and say, you want to record at 10 at night? <laughs> yes, please. It's when we can make the magic happen. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say in terms of what I appreciate. Would you sample it again? And well, I know I, that we thought about kind of only just doing five seasons and that would be it. But we're now <laughs> at an existential crossroads and 100 episodes in. Would you continue? Would you keep? It's doing- on the horizon. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you and I will have an interesting season six talk and there are more Filipinos out there to elevate and celebrate. We've grown in the past five years. Yeah. I know I have like career wise and maturity wise. And we're finding these pockets of people. Kuya, you've done a lot of talks and connect mm. with other people and right. it, it just keeps on growing. And I think it'd be a disservice for us to stop this journey. I think it, I think we have more to come back to. And I think, I think so. it'll be I- more exciting. It's easy to call it a day, but I feel we need to take more bites out of the Sans Rival and cookies mm-hmm. and share more of our stories and elevate other Filipinos that we meet. And there are so many Filipinos to meet and talk about their journey and how they've been able to navigate the being in the diaspora and help mobilize young Filipinos for what is an ever-changing world. Oh, I yeah. think, yes, you know, I think we need to continue is what I would say. So that kind of takes us, that takes us to the end, right? Six? So, like, so who cool, would yeah. you recommend like, this to? Well, I'll let you go first. To whom would you recommend it? You know, I'd recommend it obviously to all of our listeners out there, but really I'd ask that our listeners recommend us to other listeners like themselves. Yeah. Tell a friend, really tell a friend and help yeah. our podcast grow that way. We post our stuff, share our stories, Insta stories what have you. Tell more people about it. We know people find us and then they start binging and we see these downloads. Mm. just chunks of downloads so yeah Yeah. tell a friend about us we're available everywhere and i gather that this is ending our season five five it is it's been great (laughs) and you know it's summer we're gonna enjoy our summer if you have any questions concerns comments or future topics of this lovely podcast email us at hollowhollowpopculture at gmail.com you can find us at twitter our handles at hollowhollowpop we're on instagram at hollowhollowpopculture and yes i will figure out threads because we will use it in the fall (laughs) The Hollow Hollow Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us and leave a review. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. Before I sign us off for the summer, shout out to our friends in BC, Alberta, all of our friends in Ontario, Quebec, and especially Newfoundland, especially the ones that have just recently downloaded and discovered us there. <laughs> so we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chelteringen, and we'll see you all in two and a bit months. 
Enjoy your summer, folks. We'll see you in the fall.